0: Thank mm-hmm. you. And love. Thank you for connecting with me. I am Shakasha. This is the Pretty Priestess Podcast. And I am so grateful to be here today. The weather is finally beginning to break. I have gotten so tired of that cold ass weather. I am so thankful that the sun is shining, it is bright, it is beautiful. I said, let me get my ass on out here and get me some of this because I have been in straight hermit mode. So this is definitely an opportunity. I'm finally starting to feel that 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 springtime energy rush, you know, but with this moon beginning to intensify itself. Um I think that the momentum is gaining, you know, the momentum is definitely gaining. Let me give a shout out to the family that stopped through the serious cypher last week. We had Quantum Lion. We had Up. Oh Sheila, we had Brother Dante in the house. We had Goddess Ra in the house and Aquarius moon, and we talked about that karma and shit. And let me tell you something. It started really getting some wheels spinning for me. Because this has been the past few years have has been a time of accelerated. Spiritual growth for me, and I think I got kind of fast tracked and so there was just a lot of connections out here in these streets y'all that I was not making, and I just you know it it and it just it it just lays me out that you know i I was coming from such a perspective sometimes to where. I just couldn't see bigger picture shit. It was like, I was so fucking so nearsighted, you know, like everything that was just right up close. And so now I have a lot of these conversations, that spirit puts in my heart. And sometimes I feel like it's somewhat offensive because these are things that people know. And then I start and I stop and think to myself, yeah, my ass would have been offended about five, 10 years ago. Let's say 10 years. Definitely. Definitely. 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I would have been offended if somebody tried to really give me some information that may have helped me ascend. It's a possibility. You know what? No, it's pretty. It depends on who delivered it because I was big on listening to what the elders had to say. Always been that person. However, um, a lot of shit like karma and talking about like all of the principles about like, well, you know what I'm saying? Everybody knows that what goes around comes around and really diving deep on that. And for me, it would have been, um, a situation of, you know, what in the hell? Like I already understand how that shit goes down, you know, but clearly, clearly In our rush to have mastery and move on to the next thing, we miss some interest, intricate details that will really assist us in advancing and being able to navigate these streets with proficiency. And I can definitely say that I was guilty of that shit. And so when we were diving deep on that whole karma situation, because Um, I'm glad we got an opportunity to talk about that because I was looking into it and my understanding of karma was more of looking in the justice aspect of it. And that can be part of it too because you know it's sweet when you see somebody get that seed they planted, right? They get to eat the the fruit from the seed that they planted. That's some good shit sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes, especially when the wrong was done to you, but then and sometimes, you know, it come, turns out the other way and then, you know, maybe not so sweet. But karma shows up on so many levels because it's seed time and harvest time. And seed time gives us an opportunity to plant those seeds and be really intentional with the seeds that we plant. So that we can really be in a space of enjoyment of appreciation when we begin to get the harvest from the seed that we planted, you can't plant a half as seed half ass water and then come out there with a basket, really hoping that you go get yourself a real live harvest potentially possibly you know I mean you did plant the seed right, however, you know there's just you know just a lot of other um things that, you know, we we should consider with that in the roles that we play. And no matter the story that we tell ourselves, that karma is still true. So you can sit back and you can feel self-righteous all day if that's what you need to do, or you can sit back and and you can take the position. However that goes, either way, if you feeling super righteous, and you've got the moral high ground, or you know, you know, maybe, you know, I could have did that differently, whatever, you know, you do know that this is a law. It's a law. It's a law. And so getting that opportunity for us to take a look at that and not necessarily just take the teaching and swallow that down but really gain some true perspective on what that looks like. And then we talk to some people that don't really even deal with karma all like that, but they understand that whole cause and effect, you know what I'm saying, that whole cipher on that. And so that gives us a real opportunity to kind of look at it from a mundane perspective. And so that made it really, really um, powerful and enlightening to put that before the cipher. All of these cats out here that's moving a little bit differently. A lot of folks that's really in the business of looking into things and not just at them. folks, that's just a little bit more thoughtful in the things that's happening around them. Presenting that information to them and seeing what their thoughts on what their thoughts are on all of those situations is just so damn gangster to me, y'all I don't know what to say, but shout out again It's so much love to the serious cipher um A sister does appreciate I'm contemplating on whether or not I'm going to move over into clubhouse with our ciphers, but I don't really know how to work Clubhouse, so that's going to take me a minute to figure out, you know, I ain't the most tech-savvy sister in these streets, so, you know. But I am considering that because, you know, i got to pay for Zoom, and you know what I'm saying, and, and, and Clubhouse, I, I don't think i have to pay for that. So, you know, there's an option. There's always that, and, you know, I'm always down to save a buck or two or three or four or more. So yeah, um definitely been getting the work in. And one of the things that has been really doing well, let me tell y'all something about this goddess bath right here. You go on down there to prettypriestess.com because apparently the wave has hit about these goddess baths. And these goddess baths is put together with so much love. The highest vibration, I assure you. I don't even touch that shit unless I'm feeling in mean, a good place. I'm hitting it with high vibration frequencies, that love frequency. It's being worked on in the highest vibration to bring to elevate. To elevate that sensuality the beauty the grace that is you this is an experience that's going to nourish uplift and pamper you this is an opportunity for you to really show up for yourself for you to really bring a self-love ritual into this into this whole regimen you got going on right now this is an opportunity for you to really, really reset that vibration and really connect to who you truly are in the highest vibration. Absolutely. That's who you truly are. And this goddess bath is all about connecting you to that sensual part of you. And this is some gangster shit to have a hold of. Now I got a message. You know, see, I usually when when see when working with this, I put the entire thing in each bath. You know, the whole bottle. I put the whole thing in. But I've been told the half a bottle works well too. Whatever, you know, half a bottle works well too. Whatever. But you know, I use the whole thing and put it on in there. But this has been done with a lot of love. Now. The other thing, the label that's on there, I started to just buy a bunch of labels, but I said, you know what? I'm going to put real loving intention into it and hand paint each and every one of these bottles myself. Now, you see it on there. I'm not a professional painter. Ain't nobody giving me no certificate and none of that shit, right? But this is absolutely done in love and in the highest vibration. And that makes it part of that ritual, that labor of love. To make sure that you know that you are worth it. That you are worthy. Goddess, you are. You are worthy of that effort. Of that time. Then I have another one that's specifically for a particular individual. And I put this... um. Tiger's eye on there to assist in bringing that whole other other vibration that's getting in here. You know, lift that self-esteem, to raise that frequency up, right? Make sure you ain't doubting yourself out here in these streets. And so, this particular goddess bath right here is definitely gonna help to elevate, elevate, elevate. And you can get that shit. At pretty But the other thing you need not sleep is them bath teas that I put together. Them bath teas that I put together. I'm here. I shit, yeah, yeah. I'm here to tell you something. This is an effective tool in raising the vibration. Now you spend a day around a whole bunch of sucker motherfuckers. You run you a hot bath of this particular positive vibration bath. You run that bath in there. You set your intention. You drop that tea in that bag. And you watch what it do. I assure you. That's all I'm going to say. Drop the mic. Anyway. Perfect timing. For these to start circulating. This Virgo moon. Not Virgo moon. My bad. Today is the Virgo moon. Today is the Virgo moon and this is a moon that's really tough. See, the energy, I'm going to tell you so I was definitely impacted because I was extra nitpicky with my husband today. I don't know what it is about this man. But for some reason, don't tell him I told you. But for some reason, he feels that he should not use liquid shower soap. Like he absolutely has to use a damn bar of soap. And so he went upstairs to use the shower and he took the bar soap and I'm like, when the hell is you doing it? You know, and I'm all bent out of shape because he took the soap from the downstairs bathroom to the upstairs bathroom when there's plenty of shower soaps and whatnot up there. And, you know, and I was like, you know, feeling some type of way. Like, when you messing up the order, I don't appreciate, I disapprove of this. I don't like it at all. And I wish you would stop. It's important to me. And. I had to stop myself like, what in the hell are you talking about? What in the hell? You know what that is? That's some Virgo moon energy. You nitpicking and petty about the details. Just something that, you know, nothing. 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 That's what it is. Nothing. And you gotta watch that energy because this is a moon that's ripe for that. And then we got Mars that's fucked messing around over here. Let me watch my mouth because I don't want nobody to come after me. I, you know it's a habit though. I can't help myself sometimes. But with this Mars and Cancer energy, y'all. This Mars and Cancer energy is is is. Ripen in that energy as well. Because, see, this is all about you know what drives you, where your passion is. It's all in cancer, and cancer is about the feelings. It's ran by the moon. So, you know, people could be all in their feelings. So, watch out for that. You know, give folks the benefit of the doubt out here in these streets. Show a little bit of love and some courtesy. You know, people is struggling out here. In these particular streets, we got Mercury and Venus that's out here in Taurus, which is really talking about, we really got to make sure that we are communicating what's real, what's true in our heart, what matters to us. This is a time for us to really begin showing love, being about the business of love and really how we do that. We do that through our communication, verbal and nonverbal. Let's show up. Let's show that ass out here. Show your ass to the beast by showing some love. That's how you do it. So whatever it is that they talking about, that adversarial energy, whatever you talking you counteract it with this type of energy. That vibration is effective. You know? And then I wanted to really talk about this generational energy. We got going on with this Neptune and Saturn. All right, yeah, yes. Neptune and Saturn and Pisces. My bad. I'm sitting up here like, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so this is really speaking to why I really believe that it's been so placed in my heart for us to be dealing with karma, dealing with taking responsibility, recognizing the consequences, no coincidence, recognizing the burden of responsibility. This is definitely a time for us to start making some shifts so that when we move because see these is new see these transitions is new cycles this is what you know like you know if you really ain't hip to astrology that much you know you really don't understand what the business is about and so you like yeah okay yeah well congratulations that saturn is in pisces whatever mm, okay you know congratulations pluto is an aquarius nigga. go ahead you know And when you don't know, that's the only response you got for it. Right. However, if we recognize how stellar this is, right. Because see, this is a time for us to really get. Well, I could say a do over. I could say a do over. But really not. This is. Yeah, maybe a do over, a do over. But you know what? I say a reset button. Because in this new cycle, you get to show up differently. You get to write the script. You get to see this is why you need you one of these goddess baths. This is why you need some of this bath tea, that positive vibration, some vibration raising, some resetting on how we see ourselves, how we interacting in this world. Because then when we start feeling better within, it starts showing up without. Then we stop worrying about all of this bullshit that don't matter at the end of the day. We're very clear about what the burden of responsibility is out here in these streets. You know, I was talking to the family on the cipher and I was telling them about uh, I think Aquarius Moon was talking about some shit with the family. She didn't get along with one of these individuals. I said, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've been through that change. I had an in-law, and we were not getting along. And what our situation was, because it was petty, I kind of blanked it for a second. But what that was about was burden of responsibility. Thank you for bringing that to my attention spirit. It was more about burden of responsibility and really being clear. On what that looks like. See, one of the things that I have noticed is that my energy tends to shift before the actual transits begin taking place. And as we were moving more into these energies where we start to desire more for freedom, where we start to really... um, become a lot more expansive and open-minded within our spiritual practices, but just within the way that we navigate these streets, not just spiritually, but physically, mentally, and everything, right? And so, with that change in mindset, it was during that time where I was getting fast-tracked on... Consciousness on, I like to call it ascension, but you know, I would like to call it that, well, we all on this process for ascension, right? However, when you're not grounded, when you're not absolutely certain, and you're not clear on what your, what your position is, what your intentions are, then you end up looking elsewhere for guidance. For an example, you follow the blueprint, the way that it's always been done, the way that you've seen it done. But we got to start considering whether or not the way that has always been done, the way that we've seen it done, the way that we've experienced it, the way that we know is the right way to go. Is it really the right way to hell to go? See, we had this situation where we were talking about the burden of responsibility because at this particular point in time, there was a family member that was going through a particular change. And it was thought by the other individual in the family that the burden of responsibility should have been placed on me. But me being in the space that I was in at that particular point in time wasn't in a, wasn't in a place to articulate that as peacefully as I could have. However, I was conscious enough to recognize where the burden of responsibility lies. Especially when we talk about adults that make decisions in their lives. And when they begin to face the consequences of the decisions, the expectation historically has been for many individuals. To alleviate the burden of the experience of the consequence. But I'm here to caution that sometimes, now I'm I'm not saying you know the hell with them, let them starve, let them sleep in the street, you know, know, hey, hey, dependent because some people need that shit. I'm here about, I'm with that tough love. But I'm also with that harm reduction, too. So I walks the line. But sometimes we've got to recognize that we end up cheating people out of their life lesson with our intervention. We end up becoming sorriness facilitators. I remember we were um on the cypher. I was rapping with... Uh, I think it was quantum line. It was somebody we was rapping about, you know, the perspectives on karma. And I had to ask about what about that family member that just can't seem to get themselves together or the one that seems to be in a position where they keep making the same mistake repeatedly. And they haven't quite learned the lesson because there's always a safety net. So they jump over the cliff and the net catches them and they don't really experience the impact. While jumping off a cliff, you could certainly die. But what if you couldn't die? What if you just broke your leg? I'm just saying. So when we start thinking about tradition, we really got to think about like where that burden of responsibility is because it brings me back to a time um, You know, where our family members, because we've all grown up in the struggle and we've, you know, gone through changes and everything. You get that one individual in the family that just cannot seem to shift. And so they're they're, um, in that position where they ask for, you know, individual's help and everything. Or there's a friend of yours that just can't seem to navigate. And it's not because they necessarily need that assistance because there's some people they need support out here like everybody's not cognitively at the same place but however when you start to see certain patterns in behaviors that indicates that there's a level of immaturity it may be in our best interest for us to go ahead And allow that lesson to be learned. That way we can come alongside and support them through that process. But it is unique to them. And so I guess this is where spirit was really bringing that life lesson into my heart. Because one of the things that I've recognized is that when you know better, you do better. And so moving forward, now that I know better, I do a little bit better. Because even though that was a situation, it wasn't about somebody who just can't get their sad ass life together or no shit like that. It was a situation where um, someone was going to tell me what my role is as far as intervention was concerned. And I thought the exact opposite, where the best strategy would be to not intervene, but to be available for support. But instead of saying that, you know, I said it quite differently. I gave an exchange that would have definitely shook up some folks. You know, that's the other thing about this Mars and Cancer energy that I wanted to bring up. Because that just brought that up. (laughs) When you in your feelings, we really got to come up with a grounding strategy. Mine, I bring it to my feet. Within that breath. Bring it to my feet. (laughs) Because what ended up happening is that exchange turned into, who the hell you think you talking to? Telling me how to direct my life. I know you ain't, you know, let me tell you. Let me tell you about what you need to focus on. You know? And then the foul cabinet opened. And that turned into something different. Well, however. Okay. So... Enough about that. <laughs> but that's how that happens. And now we can move past that energy and everything because it's all good now. You know what I'm saying? And move past that. That's a a point that I bring up as a reference for growth. Because at that particular time, even though it was wrong, it was out of line. You know, I was put on the spot. Someone was trying to call me out, embarrass me, whatever in the hell. And my response was that particular way at the time where I totally took that Tulsa My Manate business and then re, and put the spotlight back on where you fell short at. We could do that. We can have that exchange, right? Because that's the, that's the reaction that we tend to have when we're approached with that type of energy. We kind of serve it back to them. But in this new cycle, we get an opportunity to be able to navigate with mastery. Because we not we what we don't realize is the karma of shit like that. See, when you do things like that with somebody who came in like that, you know, you can say, well, you know, they was out of line. You can check that person, this and that and the other. Yeah, you could have, you know. But when we are. I don't want to say spiritually advanced because that is not the word that I'm looking for. But those of us that are more ascended. On our spiritual path. We hold this obligation. To move a little bit differently. And so with that. I want to make sure. That we are clear. On what it is that we take on. Sometimes shit just don't need. To be entertained. You on your square. You doing what you do. Why the hell does it concern. What someone else. Is focused on. But we tend to do that. But one of our biggest, biggest demonstrations of emotional vulnerability is the demonstration of caring about what an inconsequential opinion has on a particular situation. Mm. So we got to know what drives us. And so let me tell you the other thing, because that whole Mars and cancer, because this is all about our passion and everything, right? Mars is that energy of passion. It's pure masculine energy, right? What's what's driving you? What's motivating you? Find that shit on your chart. That's a personal thing right there. And that's going to help give you some insight on that. And remember another thing, too. You don't need that aggravation in your life. You ain't sign up for that shit. You ain't got to show up and be exchanging with somebody on no foolishness out here. That's response. It's not yours. See, when we re-release the expectations of other people... We start recognizing shit like that. It don't even matter because we release that expectation when you do the best. See, this is why at this particular time, this is why this particular time in our astrology chart, let's hit it now. Is letting us know that this is a time for us to check that. That threw me off a little bit, but this is a time. For us to release the expectations of others. It don't matter what somebody else is thinking. See, the expectations of somebody else will have you all jammed the hell up. It'll have you doing things that you hate. It'll have you accepting things that's less than the best for you. And this is where, I, back to my thoughts. This is where we talking about being connected to what your values are. This is why this is a time to be truly clear, truly crystal clear on what your values are, because when you understand those things that are important to you, that's when you start to really be able to build, to move, to have principles. And how you operate. And you can release other people's expectations because you got your compass set. And so somebody telling you the way to go ain't going to make you feel guilty. Because you're clear on your direction. You won't sit around feeling some type of way when somebody tell you about how you should have did this and you feel the need to show up and defend yourself and deflect the, um, the energy and deflect the focus onto how somebody else is all messed up. See, we ain't got time for shit like that. When you, when you completely on your square, it's not affecting you that way. Your well-being Is your responsibility. Understand that. It is essential, it is important that we do those things to love ourselves, that we celebrate ourselves, that we surround ourselves with people who celebrate us, that we are navigating these streets and we are looking out for our best interests. And don't let nobody run you no bullshit. About your being selfish. Because I need you to understand. That everyone is selfish. On one level or the other. And if you ain't looking out for yourself. Then who in the hell is going to look out for you. See sometimes people will tell you. That you being selfish. Because you they want more from you. So all I'm going to say. On that particular note. Is that you need to be clear on where the burden of responsibility is. Because once we gain this clarity on what that responsibility is. Things start working out a little differently. So this is what spirit gave to me. But I'm going to pull a card because I like pulling cards. I could more than likely give a message without the damn cards. But I like my cards. My cards give me that warm fuzzy feeling. And it also assists you in knowing that I ain't making this shit up. (laughs) I got Maru Nurturing. This is about abundance. Fruition and seeds of intention. This is all about what we was just talking about and recognizing those burdens of expectations. Really being clear on what the intention is. Because when we start planting different seeds, we start getting different harvests. See, if we start planting seeds... That's all on this adversarial type of energy. You got an adversarial, confrontational type of navigation. When you out here in these streets, you out here, you watching your back. You on guard. You paying attention to foolishness. And not saying that you ain't got to watch your back and be on guard anyway out here in these streets. But you know what you don't have to do? You ain't sitting back charged on some energy. It lowers your vibration. When you lower your vibration... This is when you allow yourself for lower vibration energies to come and connect to you. Back to mom <laughs> nurturing. It is a time for you to truly step into your true power. This is what we talk about when we say that unity consciousness. And when we do that with integrity, when we do that with wisdom, this is when we really start showing up and showing out. But we need to know what the burden of responsibility is. And we need to make sure that we're clear on what it is that we're intending to do. But when we know better, we do better. But definitely show yourself some love family out here in these streets and get yourself one of them goddess baths, right? Get you one of them goddess baths. Get you one of those positive vibration bath teas. They're at prettypriestess.com. There you will also find Holistic Appeal, which is a concise, holistic approach in connecting to your most sensual self. A different version of yourself. But see, what these are is not necessarily about how you can use your savoir-faire sexual energy. I mean, you can it, it'll help you tap into that. But it gets you in alignment to tap into that energy. That is going to connect you to the most authentic expression of yourself. This is where your creativity is at. Sexual energy is creative energy. You know we talking about that shit on the cypher too. So definitely tune in. Listen out for us. I'm be here. And we're going to show up at the end of the week and we go get our build on yet again. Yes indeed. Yes indeed. So I want to bid you peace and light. Peace and love. <laughs>